0: So this is usually the time when I say, you may take your seat, but obviously there are no chairs, right? So we want to welcome you again to, to extend a worship, and, and we're doing this old school style. You know, when Jesus would preach to, to thousands of people, usually there would be no space. They would sit down on rocks. It would be under the sun. Maybe, maybe it would be cold, but not really because they didn't live in, in much cold weather were there, but... Uh, they, they would just sit wherever Jesus was that was speaking. And this week is, is a very important week. It's Holy Week, if you didn't know. And if you want to sit down, you can. I'm not going to be mad. I know some of you are like, oh, man, like, oh, I want to sit down. You guys are like, but you can. You, you don't have to. Uh, it's going to be quick anyways. And, and this week is, is Holy Week. And it's such an important week. Why? Because first of all, Jesus has resurrected from the dead. But I want to talk about something bigger. You see, we're going to have prayer stations tonight. We're going to have uh, different moments to be able to to share with one another and also to share with those outside of tonight. Excuse me real quick. Sorry, this is messing up on me. There you go. And so this week is a huge week. and, and, And I want to focus on the night that Jesus was actually arrested. Okay, the night that Jesus was arrested. uh, You see, Jesus had one more supper with his disciples, if you didn't know. And he sat with them, he ate with them. It was the time of Passover, a time of celebration that they would have. And he broke bread with them and he ate. And he told them all that he was going to do and what was to come. And among those conversations that he had with his disciples, he talked about specific people that would betray him. People that would backstab him. People that he thought were his closest friends really... Betray him and lead him into something scary and dark, ultimately his death. But he already knew that. Jesus already understood that. And I pick up the story where Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives. And his disciples followed him. Okay, so Jesus, after dinner, takes him to the Mount of Olives and he follows into the Garden of Gethsemane and he re- he reaches the place and he says hey pray with me and you will not fall into t- so that you will not fall into temptation and then he went away and he prayed and knelt down before God wondering thinking about what was to happen wondering god on this day because he knew what was to come father if you can take this cup from me but not my will be done let your will be done an angel appeared from heaven and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. And when he rose and went back to the disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping? He asked him, get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. Jesus is praying In his final moments, before he gets arrested, to to the father saying, if this could be taken from me, please take it away. And then everything that he predicts that would happen, the stories that he told his disciples in the Last Supper, one of you is going to betray me with a kiss. Who? Who? They asked. Judas. You will betray me with a kiss. And as he's contemplating that, as he's praying to the Father, take this cup from me. Out comes the guards to grab him. And who is there with them? Judas, abandoning Jesus and greeting him with a kiss. And the story continues, and Jesus is arrested and he's before the judges before a big crowd somebody points out to Peter hey hey that guy knows Jesus he's been with him but Jesus had said to Peter in the last supper Peter you are going to deny me three times and so there fast forward again back to the story Peter is getting called out by somebody and Peter says no I don't know this guy I don't know Jesus and Jesus looks right at him And Peter is ashamed of himself. He also had abandoned Jesus. And then we come to the cross. And Jesus is being resurrected. uh, I'm sorry, he's being crucified on that cross. Father, why have you forsaken me? Why have you abandoned me? We see this imagery of Jesus being abandoned by people that you would have never expected he would be abandoned by. Judas, Peter, the father. Why? Why did Jesus have to die? Why why was it him? Fully God, fully man. What does that even mean? He had to be fully man so that he could represent us. He became sin who knew no sin so that we might become his righteousness. You see, in the midst of Judas abandoning him, in the midst of Peter abandoning him, in the midst of the Father abandoning him, Jesus did not abandon you. Think about that. He did not abandon you, and he's not abandoning you today. He fulfilled what he was called to do. And that was to die on the cross. You see, this Friday is Good Friday. In reality, it's one of the darkest Fridays for a lot of us because it's the day that Jesus died. The day he was crushed for our sins, the day that he was whipped, mocked, crowned with thorns, nailed to a cross. But on Sunday... On Sunday, we will rejoice, Calvary students. We will rejoice on Sunday because we know that come Sunday morning, we will remember that Jesus has, in fact, defeated the grave. He has resurrected. He has claimed us as sons and daughters to those who will come and kneel before him and repent of our sins and receive him as Lord and Savior. I know there are some of you in here that have done that. I know there are some of you that haven't. And I'm praying that tonight you wouldn't miss this opportunity as we do extended worship. We're going to have multiple stations. We're going to have prayer cards this past Sunday that were given to us from the congregation from the the first, second, and third service saying, I want our Calvary students to pray for me. And we're here to say, hey, we're not going to abandon you, brothers and sisters of Calvary. We won't abandon you because Jesus has abandoned me. We're going to be praying for missionaries, specific missionaries, names. You're going to be given cards uh, that have specific names of missionaries. And you're going to be praying for them, remembering, hey, missionaries, you are not alone. You, nobody has abandoned you. We are right here at Calvary praying for you, praying that you would continue to share the good news of Jesus. You're going to be nailing physical sins on a card that you've written down on, a card of your sins. You're going to nail them to a cross, remembering Jesus has not abandoned me. And I'm nailing my sins to this cross in remembrance of that, that he took my place on this cross. He didn't abandon me. You'll be able to throw away your sin into a fire pit, knowing that it no longer exists past, present or future. Sin has been covered by the blood of Jesus. You'll be able to write cards, letters to yourself. Letters reminding you of who you are and Jesus, who calls who Jesus calls you to be as Calvary students, as disciple makers who make more disciples. Disciples. You see, this is fun. You're gonna be able to, to, to paint. Everybody's gonna have a chance to paint a specific part of a beautiful painting. And in the end, we're gonna see the beautiful masterpiece that is done as a church united. That we together collectively can create something beautiful by the power of the Holy Spirit that dwells in us. All of these monumental things can be huge in your life. This this evening could be huge. Don't miss out. Don't let it slip through your fingers. Don't let the enemy continue to tell you lies. Don't let the enemy. Don't let the world continue to fill you with things that aren't true. Calvary students, I, I I'm so excited for tonight, and I and I truly believe that God's going to do some awesome things. And so as I as I finish with prayer, we're going to have different stations there'll be all around the room. There'll be leaders helping you, guiding you to which specific station you can go to. Okay. We're going to try and make this as safe as possible as well. And we will have, uh, leaders, uh, controlling the amount of people at each station. So if a leader asks you, Hey, can you just move on to another station, please? It's because we're trying to continue to just move things along and be safe about it. Leaders are going to be available to pray with you. If you want to pray specifically on your own, if you have questions, They can pray with you. They can pray for you. Um, And then we'll come back together and we'll worship once more. and, And we'll close with that. Let me pray for us. Father, we thank you so much for this time. I thank you that you allow us to come together as Calvary students. I pray that this holy week, we would remember that you have not abandoned us. You have not forsaken us, Jesus. You love us. And you demonstrated that love on the cross. You took our shame. You took our guilt. You took the wrath so that we could be reconciled so that we could be made new by your name so that we could be reconciled to the father so that we could experience the joys of your salvation and that we be reminded that this is all for your glory that we we would be nothing without you. Everything that this world has to offer is nothing compared to the riches that you bring us, Jesus. And I pray that each Calvary student be able to have a specific moment tonight, that they would be sensitive to your Holy Spirit, that they would be eager to listen to what you have to say to them, that they would serve each other that as they pray for, for Calvary students, for, for, for brothers and sisters from Calvary, for missionaries across the world, that we constantly be reminded that it's you that's doing all of this. It's your name we pray, amen. I'm gonna ask you guys to stand with me. Music will be playing. This is your time to roam around, to look for different stations and leaders will be there to guide you. And we'll come back in about 20, 25 minutes. You may go.